that came from outer space to fill the world with terror. What earthly power can stop this terror? That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop. The from outer space. Okay, we are good to go. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast from outer space. It's your boy Rob Scott. We got Adam Narlock here. Hey guys, thanks for listening. And as always, Ryan Scott. Hello, everybody. And we got a special guest all the way from the East Coast today, boys. It's our very own Niklaus. How's it going today, guys? Yes, very excited for this guest. Now, we're can covering you find that guest for me. Well, I guess how's everybody doing, Nick? How how have you been enjoying California out here? It's been really enjoyable coming from the East Coast. It was like a chocolate bar and a windowsill <laughs> melting away when I come to San Diego. That's just nice. Okay. Adam, how are we doing? Oh, God. I've had a hell of a morning so far, fellas. Okay. Now, if I may, I don't want to poke in pride, you know, on the air live, but um, what's, what's on your mind there, buddy? You know, found out... Uh, you know, old girl cheating on me. Strike three, she's out. Oh, Fucking traffic man. on the way here is a nightmare. You took the and early flight home from San Diego? Took the early flight home. <laughs> that's never good. That's never good, you know? And perfect uh, segue, though. Oh, yeah. Deadpool. A love story. Yes. We are covering uh, Deadpool today. Now, first movie is a love story. Correct. Second one, if you've seen it, is a family film. <laughs> Not to spoil anything. But uh, yes, we are going to be covering Deadpool today. Um, we're discussing Wade Wilson, a.k.a. Deadpool, a.k.a. the Merc with a Mouth. Uh, so we're basically going to give you a history of the character, discuss his creators, development influences, uh, get into his film appearances, good and bad. And, uh, you know, no spoilers for Deadpool 2 uh, but maybe a few micro ones. Nothing that'll ruin the movie for you, though. That'll play into one of our theories, and we'll uh, warn you before that part comes up. But uh, definitely go see Deadpool 2 now in theaters. <laughs> so the research for this one actually mostly comes from uh, marvel.com slash universe. Go check that out. Uh, they've got literally everything you'd want to know about the marvel universe on there we're just trying to save you some time and from reading just yeah. listen to this you know now i think this is our first uh well aside from our affinity infinity war review this is our first uh superhero one right i think you're right yeah have we covered a superhero before some people might call bigfoot a superhero <laughs> okay, well, actually there is a comic uh sasquatch, sasquatch is in the comics he's actually in the deadpool comics yep. but i mean what were some of y'all's favorite uh superheroes growing up just go around i was a big fan of deadpool as a kid and uh captain america cloak and dagger comics were pretty dope okay okay cloak and dagger that's one i haven't heard great movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, movie. I love you're that movie. You're allowed to talk. <laughs> the list, listeners can't see you shake your head. No, right? no, no. no, I was like, I don't think there has ever been a movie, like at least a live action movie. Yeah, it was way back in the day, like oh, 80s. Shoot. It's hilarious. And you can swear on the air. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to be like Rob. Although I think Rob and I both were big Iron Man fans, if I remember correctly, as kids. Oh, that was me. Yeah. I had to fit Spider-Man and Iron Man. My grandma bought me the figure Iron Man at Big Lots. I figure? Yeah. 
and it was badass. And also, huge Wolverine fan. I used to run around the house with uh, pencils <laughs> in, my, in my hands. I'm surprised mom let you run around like that. Did you guys ever do that? Yeah, but just poke an eye out or something, dude. And I was fully bare-ass naked, too. <laughs> I think my favorites were um, Batman and Venom. And Beverly though, Hills Ninja. Oh, yeah. Even though Venom's not really a hero, per se. Yeah. We'll get into that in a couple of weeks, huh? A yeah, couple months? definitely. Now, did any of y'all, or any of y'all, I mean, big comic guys growing up? Apparently, none of us on this podcast can no. read, so, no. I mean, I had, like, some, like, comic books as a kid, but, like, they're, like, G.I. Joe and, like, yeah. old 1950s comic Yeah, yeah, I had, I remember having a few from my dad, like, yeah. Invisible Man and, like, Man of the Iron Mask, like, the classic yeah. ones. But again, I was too young. And I feel like that's common, like our generation, because I, everything I know about comics, I got from like X-Men, the animated series, Mm -hmm. Spider-Man, the animated series, Batman. Like uh, I was so young and, you know, they were already starting to make this stuff into cartoons, TV shows. So Mm -hmm. it's, I, I didn't really have to read the comics nor... I mean, I read a few here and there, but never like got the idea that, oh, these are a big series of books and it's a whole universe. Rob always had the uh, old bowling superhero in Perfect Ten. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a little later, though, you know. We weren't kids. We weren't necessarily kids. Uh, how about first exposures to Deadpool? I remember, Nick, you telling me about Deadpool way back in our punk days, Red Asphalt. Yeah, that was badass. Hell that was yes. sick. Oh, yeah. Got three-fourths of red asphalt out here. Uh, but yeah, I remember you saying, like, you know, this was when they were making the shitty, like, X-Men movies. Uh, but they were good when we were kids, I guess. And uh, you were saying that, you know, they need to make a Deadpool movie. I had never really even, like... Yeah, like, Deadpool's been, like, pretty pretty important as a comic book character because he's kind of, like, he's neither good nor bad. Anti-hero. Anti-hero, like yeah, yeah. Mm. Kind of like, uh, he does what he wants, and he kind of breaks the norms of uh, of most comic books. Yeah. So, um, getting right into it. Um, first appearance was in New Mutants 98. Uh, this was in 1991. Now, have you guys seen the New Mutants trailer uh, for the new film coming up? I have not. Oh, well, I was going to ask any thoughts on that. No one's seen it? I don't think there's any thoughts on it. Did you see it? <laughs> it looks pretty Did good. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. Uh, it's kind of cool. Like, it's almost like a horror thriller that I guess they're doing with, like, the genre. Did yeah. Bobby Bones it- write the script? No, he did Shout not. Shout out. Does it take yeah. place in, like, the Essex house? Kind of like that. Like, we discussed this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it is, like, one of those wards for like mutants you know and they're trying to like break out of there because they're being abused and shit stated metaphor for racism in the 60s folks now um so deadpool yeah published by marvel comics and created by uh fabian Nasegia and rob liefield um so these guys you know Nasegia was the writer um, this guy's actually from Argentina. He moved to the U.S. when he was a young lad. And get this, guy learned to read and write uh, English from comics. Mm. So, you know, when he applied at Marvel, they just said, you're high. <laughs> Sounds like my grandma when she moved to the United States, but reading magazines. <laughs> <laughs> what, what magazines were those? Uh, Perfect I'll, 10? <laughs> uh, just fashion magazines, you know? Uh, so, that, yeah, this guy, he would go on to co-create Deadpool for the New Mutants issue in 1991. 
And Rob Liefeld, this was the original artist, uh, grew up in right up there in Anaheim, California. Um, loved comics as a kid. Uh, this is actually how he taught himself how to draw. Rob, you're a big artist. How did you like first realize you were getting into art? Any comic background there? Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, I wouldn't say that I taught myself how to draw, though. Yeah. By looking at comic books, but... Yeah, this guy used to apparently trace, like, Marvel and DC characters and stuff, which actually plays into... Um, he's actually one of the... This guy's built a reputation as one of the most controversial figures in comic industry. Um, Why is that? Now, apparently, like, a lot of people say he's kind of responsible for the way, like, the 90s... Uh, and and late 80s, like, comic books looked. Like, his art was, like, hugely influential on that, but he was self-taught artist. Uh, you know, he traced other characters, and, like, Deadpool is a rip off a DC character. Oh, so yeah. it's, like, a lot of people say, you know, he had no depth to him. He just kind of stole his artwork and stuff, and he would constantly was, like, at the throats of, like, the execs and, and shit at the companies he worked for. Um you know, New Mutants and X-Force is uh, really the work that launched this guy's career. And uh, he left Marvel with a bunch of other artists uh, to form Image Comics. And this, it like let the creators own the characters instead of like selling the rights to the publishers. And then mm. you get all this whole mess with like, uh, you know, like the story of Captain Marvel was originally like uh, in the DC universe. And then they had the rights. Like it's a whole mess. And they even like now with like the film rights and stuff you mm. know and um so basically yeah deadpool was uh he made on and off cameos in comics like the avengers and daredevil uh from 91 until 93 he had a mini series called circle chase which uh Nesteja wrote and then in 97 he got his own origin story and his own series in deadpool number one um and this was written by Joe Kelly and newcomer, rookie, uh, Edward McGinnis. Uh, this was basically like his first work was on the Deadpool um, series. Hell of a way to get into the industry right there. Yeah, you know. And uh, so any thoughts on, uh, any more thoughts on these comic guys, comic writers? Uh? Well, with the, uh, was it the Argentina? Argentinian, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the Nasesha. Yeah, Nasesha. I mean, like he's making the greatest compliment in a way by ripping off of the other artists. Like, oh you know, yeah, like he's kind of. Well, actually, no, it was uh, it was um, Rob Liefeld. Oh, Rob Liefeld. Yeah, yeah. Like essentially, he's making the biggest compliment for all the other artists. Like, I mean, like that's what Flat, artists, yeah, 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 flatter. the flattery. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. You think they'd be like, oh, that's like badass. Yeah, like, awesome. Um, well, I think. Uh, I mean. We're talking right here. Deadpool's essentially a ripoff of Deathstroke from DC's Teen Titans, right? Yeah. But that's kind of Wade Wilson's whole story, right? He used to, like, after failed missions, he would, like, rip off someone's identity, get plastic surgery, change uh, it up yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, I like it's that, in man. his character. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, we'll get into his backstory now. Um, and, you know, yeah, he's essentially a rip of Deathstroke. Like, actually, when... Uh, when Rob showed him to Nasesha, he said, like, dude, this is just a ripoff of Deathstroke. <laughs> and then he, they, like, just, he, that's how he got his name, his, his real name, Wade Wilson, uh, because Deathstroke's name is actually Slade Wilson. So they were like, let's just own it. Let's just fucking blatant ripoff yeah. Wade oh, Wilson. Yeah. yeah. The audacity of these guys. <laughs> um, yeah. So Wade Wilson's early life, mostly unknown, 
Uh, his mom died of cancer. Apparently runs in the family. Um, <laughs> uh, when he was young, uh, his father was in the military and was physically abusive. Uh, now, apparently, I've seen a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of ambiguity about his upbringing. Some say he's Canadian background. Some say he's raised in Ohio. It's basically Canada South yeah. right there. Now, uh, he came from a dysfunctional family, you know. We've so all got to just make up where he came from. Uh, he's from Ohio. Well, from it's Canada. like, because there's so many series of the comics and like a big theme is like he constantly is getting his memory erased. Mm. So you never really know. Um, it's different in everyone, but yeah, uh, you know, this guy was obviously coming from a broken home, delinquent in his teenage years. And, uh, this story was in one of the comics one night while drinking with his friends, uh, his father attempted to go, uh, you know, get him from the club. And one of his friends had stolen his father's handgun and killed Wade's dad. And, uh, Heavy already, man. Yeah. Like any classic delinquent, after dropping out of high school, Wade joined the army. Now, this is not a rip on our army vets, you know. Uh, Godspeed to you guys. Thank you for your service. Um, But, you know, everybody knows that one kid that was a fuck up and said, I got to get my shit together and join the army, right? Yep. (laughs) And uh, so following a brief stint of his military service, he he started his mercenary career. And uh, he was still a teenager, late teenager when he started this, taking on assassination jobs. And then, you know, yeah, like you were saying, he would kind of use plastic surgery if he failed a job and uh, take on a new identity and stuff. And at one point, he was active in Morocco. He romanced a woman named Francie. Francie? Francie? Frankie, maybe? Frankie, Francie. Uh, Francis, right? Yeah, yeah, this relationship ended, and uh, he traveled throughout Asia and was hired in Japan by a crime lord known as The Boss. Great name. Probably Springsteen over there. (laughs) uh, He had to infiltrate this sumo wrestling ring. Uh, And so, you know, he spent three years as a uh, sumo wrestler. Now, see, I I was reading this outline, and I was like, does this mean, like, put on weight? Could you imagine a fat Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, I mean, I don't think so, because in the comics, he's still pretty brawlic. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, buff. I wouldn't think every sumo wrestler has like a fat, big Maybe guy. different weight like, classes. Yeah, different weight classes. Right, so like, yeah, I'm not familiar. States I need to learn. The other world. All right. Yeah, so we're all learning today. Maybe yes. he just put on one of those sumo suits. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a total Deadpool move. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, you know, he became romantically involved with his mentor's daughter, Sase. Um, and when the boss finally ordered... Uh, the mur- the, him to murder these people uh, he refused to complete his assignment and this was allegedly the first time he had ever done this so he had to relocate to the United States now in America is where he meets and falls in love with uh, teenage prostitute Vanessa Carlisle sounds like taxi driver <laughs> yeah, yeah that's exactly what <laughs> I Rob do you have any thoughts on that great paper on that film by the way Uh, yeah so you know he starts you know thinking i can have a better life with this woman i mean obviously we see this in the movie for you know newer fans of the movie out there and um he is hired by a middle eastern uh you know crime lord boss i guess whatever you want to call it to assassinate a blind british government operative named althea althea and uh, also known as Blind Al, and she's also in the movies, you know, the blind great, lady that he lives with. Great, yeah. loved her. 
but you know he was not he was not able to assassinate her um and you know later in the comics a little side note i thought this was kind of fucked up later like in the movie she's his friend right yeah uh, later in the comics, Blind Al, he actually captures her and force her to become a live-in maid. You know, basically in captivity in his apartment. <laughs> She's probably never done anything like that before either. I doubt that. I mean, that's kind of fucked up, right? And, uh, well, I ain't going to say that. So, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> then uh, in the comics, this is when he learns that uh, he he's, you know, got cancer. He breaks up with Vanessa instead of forcing her to uh, be with a terminally ill man. Vanessa's going to break up with me. <laughs> I thought you needed more sleep, Vanessa. And, uh, oh, there it is, every time. And he was offered uh, Department K. They were like, you know, we can help you out, get you better. Uh, this was a special weapons development branch of the Canadian government. That's where we get that Canada reference. Mm. Now, he became a test subject, though, in uh, this joint U.S.-Canada superhuman enhancement project known as the Weapon X program, which Department K was a front for. Uh, this is where, you know, they were trying to put Wolverine's healing powers into a human. Now, if you hear Department K, do you not automatically wonder what happens to Departments A through J? Department of Energy, maybe? Ooh. <laughs> well, I guess uh, those ones failed, maybe. Those departments were probably... Uh, I actually, I don't know any background on A through J. Very, you know, interesting. Obviously, we know E. Maybe look into that. That's our, uh, that's failed research on my end. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, so, you know, his cancer was temporarily healed. And uh, Wilson became active in this covert group alongside the Sluggo and Cyborg's Kane and Slayback. Uh, and this is also, a little side note, um, Vanessa, his, his uh, GF, uh, she was later affiliated with the team after having uh, mutant shape-shifting abilities herself, um, call, calling herself Copycat. Is this kind of like uh, J-Law's like, character? Uh, I think the it's kind of like, like, like Morph. Yeah. yeah. All right. And um, so, you know, during one mission, Wilson kills uh, Slayback. And then he was rejected from the Weapon X program, sent to the hospice. This is like a government facility where failed superhuman operatives were went to die, basically. Um, and unknown to the people who ran this place, uh, this was basically like um, run by this evil doctor and his sidekick Ajax. It's where we get that reference from the movie. And... Um, they would place bets in a Deadpool to see how long each would survive. And this guy would just like brutally torture them for his own satisfaction. And also a little side note, you know, uh, around this time, he formed a semi-romantic relationship with the cosmic entity Death, who's in a lot of the other comics, uh, Thanos. Mm. That's why in the comics he does the snap. Oh, spoiler. And uh, <laughs> he, uh, you know... Regard, uh, death regarded Deadpool as a kindred spirit. And um, so then this fucking guy, Ajax, uh, you know, he he starts getting taunted by Wilson. You know, obviously he was notorious for mouthing off at these bad guys and breaking the fourth wall. Big thing in the comics. <laughs> um, so he lobotomizes one of these guys who was Wilson's friend in the hospice. And uh, Wilson ends up killing this guy to end his suffering and then uh, this dude that's torturing him is like, oh, I got to kill this guy. So he, he tries to rip his heart out. 
And this is where um, his powers kick in. He's like, it's, it didn't just cure his cancer, it cured everything. And he's got like regenerative, regenerative powers, like stronger than Wolverine's even. And then, but basically, he's like uh, horribly scarred. You know, he's basically a big old pile of cancer. That's what he looks like. You look like a house fire. <laughs> yeah. Got caught in another house fire. And um, you look like Shrek shit on your shoulders. <laughs> so. You know, then he attacks this guy and uh, this guy Ajax, uh, leaving him for dead. And then, boom, that's how he takes on the name Deadpool. Now, did they actually steal that name from the household cleaner? Deadpool? Ajax. Oh, oh, probably. Yeah. I'm going to go grab some Deadpool to clean. That sounds like a badass cleaning on device, or at least like some ant killer or something. I'd use that to clean up the bodies. <laughs> oh, shit. Use that to clean up the pool. Hey, there you go. Deadpool. <laughs> so you know that's like his origin story in the comics um and deadpool did pretty well as a, as a comic character i mean for being a, a blatant ripoff um he was ranked 45th on uh, empire magazine's list of the 50 greatest comic book characters and 31st on ign's list of top 100 comic book heroes i mean that's pretty good pretty impressive considering if genny malkin couldn't even make the list of 100 top hockey players in the world so shout out deadpool that's because he sucks oh i'm sorry how many uh stanley clubs does claude drew have clubs <laughs> he doesn't have any clubs oh okay how sorry, many stanley zero. cups does he have you fucker well, I guess hockey talk is uh, allowed because it's Canadian. This definitely. is the long-awaited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, I never said Claude Drew was in the top 100, though. Okay. I wish you guys put this much effort into the outlines. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, some good comics uh, if you're... Uh, if you want to read them and never have um, Deadpool Classics Volumes 1 through 3. Um, this one I was actually reading a little bit of. If you actually go on that Marvel.com site, they have this thing. I found out it's pretty cool. You can, uh, nine bucks a month. And guys, this is not an ad. Um, Maybe nine, it is. Uh, Marvel, go ahead, throw some cash. Yeah. Uh, Marvel.com, you can pay nine bucks a month and read like any comic book. They, you can get the electronic version. And um, I was reading a little bit of this one, uh, Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. And this is kind of like a what-if story. And in this storyline, um, he basically is sent to this like evil doctor um, who is disguised. And, you know, in short, uh, he starts getting like uh, even more insane. Here's these evil voices and assassinates literally every... Uh, superhero and supervillain on Earth, starting with the Fantastic Four, and then uh, he goes Great after. Place to start. And then he goes after the comic book creators, and then uh, he breaks into the real world, uh, confronts the Marvel writers and artists, and then uh, he says to the reader, "Once he's done with this universe, he's going to find you." You know, he just kills everybody. Pretty badass. <laughs> um, there's also the Deadpool and Cable collections, obviously. And this is where the the two guys, uh, Nasezha and uh, Rob Liefeld, reunited to work on these. And there's also Deadpool Core, Deadpool Corpse, however you want to read that, and Deadpool Merc with a Mouth. Uh, these introduced the whole Deadpool family, including Lady Deadpool. There's also a Marble Zombies Universe version uh, who loses his body and becomes Headpool. <laughs> And there's also uh, Deadpool Kid, who's Kidpool, and a dog version named Dog Dogpool. Dog <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, in the comics, 
Uh, Deadpool actually refers to himself as Ryan Reynolds crossed with a sharp pie. Is that how you say that, dog? Uh, Sharpay. Sharpay. Sharpie. Sharpie. Yeah, Sharpie. <laughs> um, yeah, Sharpay, he refers that chick him, from High School Musical. He refers himself to Ryan Reynolds crossed with a Sharpay. So that's why Ryan Reynolds oh. went on to play him. Right? Great, great choice for the role, by the way, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, let's get into the. I mean, anything you guys want to say on the comics? Anything else? Oh, uh, there's like a Deadpool bromance with Spider Man. Oh, so yeah, that was that's cool. uh, Adventures of Deadpool. He and literally Spider-Man. wants to have sex with Peter Parker because <laughs> he's, you know, like ambiguous. He wants to have sex with everything. Yeah, the one of the. Yeah, one of the creators I was reading said, like, I, I th- guess somebody asked, like, his sexual orientation, Deadpool's, and he was like, it's kind of whatever you want to be. Like, whatever he's. pansexual the other day. Yeah, whatever. Whatever he's, no, he's fucking he's feeling at that moment. Yeah. He wants to have sex with like he's like uh um Morrissey. No nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's like um Captain Kurt. You know, he wants to have sex with aliens, but also probably have sex with like inanimate I objects. I want to be the first human being to fuck an alien. Life. Oh, fuck. Hold on. What's uh, the I mean, I mean he's had an sex alien with life. death probably. Wait, so. Say that one more time. I want to be the first uh human being to find an alien life form. And fuck, fuck it. it. They'd be like, there he goes. Homeboy, fuck the Martian. <laughs> <laughs> Shout yes. out Kevin Smith. Okay, so let's get into the uh, film appearances. So uh, first... Wait, no, I want to go back for a sec. Okay, what? What do you got? We're talking about Deadpool wanting to have sex with Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Are we talking Tobey Maguire? Talking Andrew Garfield? Or who's the new kid? We're talking comics. Oh, um, it's Tom something, right? Tom something. Tom Holland. Tom Holland, you're right. right. Yeah, I think if any of all of them, I think it would be definitely the current Spider-Man. Tom Holland. <laughs> That's who you would do if you were Deadpool? Yeah. He's got okay. a butt. <laughs> 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 all right, so um, anything else about uh, Deadpool's sexual orientation? So film appearances. So, I mean, who you guys remember X-Men, the animated series, oh, right? Oh, hell yes. Boom. Every That's, Saturday yeah, morning, one of my dude. favorite ones. So... Um, in this one, you know, 93, he's got a few very brief, um, appearances. He's only in like memories from Wolverine. And I think Morph at one point turns into Deadpool, uh, still badass art, you know, like bad, like they drew him true to, uh, the comics. And, um, then in 2009, we get X-Men origins, Wolverine, uh, directed by Gavin hood. This guy also did Ender's game. Uh, but I would say this is probably one of the worst comic book movies of all time. This is the one with like Sabretooth. Yeah. And we were watching the trailer where they fly into Nigeria. Well, or what about the yeah. Fantastic Four movies? Let's be real. About well, those, those okay, are well, pretty bad as well. Yeah. And I mean, so is like. Uh, so no, no wonder why he started killing people with them. You know, <laughs> yeah, he so. saw those movies and was like, <laughs> yeah, fuck these guys. Yeah, so this movie actually had a budget of 150 million, only pulled in uh, 373 million. But this is the first time audiences saw Deadpool in a live action film. And it was Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool, who's a huge Deadpool fan. Um, any comments we got on like what you guys thought of this cameo, if you will? Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, we were actually watching a few interviews with Reynolds, and he was just saying, like, the first part of the movie, I mean, I guess he's technically Wade Wilson. He's not Deadpool yet. Right. And he was like, that was kind of true to the character. But then after that, like when they made him like a 
collaborative project of like all the X-Men, like a uh, evil weapon. He was just like, yeah, this is not, <laughs> this is not good. And uh, it wasn't, it was hated by audiences. Yeah. There's actually a, uh, did you catch in Deadpool one? There's the, when he picks up the wham album, he's got the figure oh, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of Deadpool from origins in there. And uh, yeah. So basically that was like, total garbage and then uh finally in 2016 uh we get deadpool uh directed by tim miller and this was this guy's first movie directing uh he he was on like the production team for scott pilgrim uh thor dark world and girl with the dragon tattoo all good films yeah but they uh finally signed him on as a director uh budget of only 58 million and this pulled in over $783 million at the box office. Uh, and Reynolds was actually one of the three producers. He, you know, Like we said, he's a huge Deadpool fan. Uh, he is involved in a lot of the development process. And wants to, he wanted to make the film like the most faithful comic book to movie adaptation fans have ever seen. Which I would say is true. I mean, what, do you, what are your guys' like, favorite comic book movies? Captain America. Okay. Uh, mine would have to be like the Batman, not the current oh, the, Batman. The, all the other Batmans before, like the current Batman, like the Dark Knight stuff. Dark Knight, yeah, but also uh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton's oh, Batman, because yeah, yeah. actually was literally like a comic book. Yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, like sin, almost like Sin City. You know how it's Ooh. like very comic book. Oh. Shout out Alexis Bledel, Batman Forever. Don't forget that one, guys. <laughs> Jim Carrey, Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I'd say Arnold though. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I mean, I would put Deadpool up there with like with Guardians and Watchmen as like one of the best mm. yeah. uh, comic book adaptations. But see, like Reynolds was so passionate about you know making it true to the comic book and everything. You got you got to find actors like that. Like that's yeah, what are the odds? Because you know if you just let the studios have it, then you're gonna get X Men Origins Wolverine, <laughs> <You know? laughs> which is not good for anyone involved. Um, but yeah, so uh, this went over. Uh, this went on to become the overall highest-grossing R-rated film ever. Hmm. Uh, there actually seems to be a little bit of ambiguity on whether *Passion of the Christ* is number one or not. Hmm. And there's actually a really funny joke in *Deadpool 2* about this. Spoiler alert! Yeah. Now, is <laughs> that is that of domestic theater? It's just at its or, box office oh, run. Well, but because I, I, China is like one of the largest, like a movie, movie viewing. Countries like one yeah. of the but they only get like five films a year because they have such strict censorships and stuff. Yeah, yeah, which is which is a big deal with especially with Deadpool being rated R. Um, you know, this film never almost never even got made. Uh, it had been in discussion since two thousand. Uh, this is when Artisan uh, Entertainment cut a deal with Marvel to like do a bunch of movies on their characters, and this one had numerous holdups. I mean due to rights issues with Fox, who owned X-Men at the time, and this was before the Fox-Disney deal. Um, they also had, you know, that shitty cameo in X-Men Origins. <laughs> um, and finally, once The Wolverine had success, uh, they began working on Deadpool. And they said they were just going to basically ignore that whole X-Men Origins character. <laughs> and uh, also... Deadpool uh, went through two directors before signing on Tim Miller in 2011. And uh, they actually 
they fi- started film like they gave him like I think six figures to film like a bunch of test footage. So they filmed this stuff in 2012. It's the scene where he's on the bridge and then jumps down, and that basically sat on a shelf until July of 2014. When we don't know who there's ambiguity there. Some say Tim Miller. Some say Ryan Reynolds leaked this footage, and it got like such a big response. By fans, they were like, "Yes, like we love this. We want to see this." Like, just flooded Fox's inbox, and they were just like, "Okay, yeah, you're making this movie," and gave him a release date. And he was Reynolds was saying like, if they had never leaked that footage, it basically never would have probably got made. So, you know, Fox greenlights this thing, and only 48 hours before it was greenlit, uh, Fox knocked their budget back by eight million, and this forced them to cut nine pages from the original script. Mm. This is actually why in Deadpool he forgets his uh, bag of guns in the taxi. You remember that scene? Oh, Because yeah. they were like, oh, we could add a crazy gunfight, but <laughs> they cut it all out. And, yeah, they basically said, you know, we're going to get – like they gave him $58 million for this one. And most superhero movies have a budget of like $100 million. Right, right. But they were like, you can basically make it however you want. So they had the freedom, you know, to – this is like John well, Carpenter Halloween. Yeah. Now, what do you guys think about the R-rated uh, superhero films? I totally support them, like 100%. What I don't support is parents bringing their kids to an R-rated superhero film just because it's a superhero film. Okay, see, that's my problem. My nephews, a couple weeks ago, stayed the night, and we saw Deadpool was on TV, and they're like, hey, can we watch this movie? And I was like, oh, superhero movie? No problem. Like, I had not seen Deadpool yet. And we turn it on, and I... Right at the beginning, there's that scene where he like pulls out the cigarette lighter, burns the guy in the head, spoiler alerts. Like all that gnarly stuff is going on. And I was like, great, I just exposed my but six and nine year old nephews to this. I feel like if it's on TV, it can't be that bad. Oh, it oh. was unedited. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, granted, like, they had, like, kids have to work as hard as we did to go see a rated R movie, like sneaking into movies. We had, a, like, you were sneaking into rated R movies at oh, six years dude, old. Grindhouse films. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, it's probably even tougher now because yeah, a movie's like 20 no, bucks. No, I mean, like, well, all you got to do is just, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't want to, I can't say, like, how to. Allegedly, allegedly, all you have to do, allegedly, allegedly. You have to do is, like, go pay for, like, a kid's movie and then just walk away into an actual rated R movie. Because mm. no one checks. That's true. Yeah. Afterwards, but I mean, who's to say I didn't do that as a kid? So <laughs> yeah, I mean, so like before Deadpool got made, the like most I guess successful rated R uh, comic book films were Three Hundred and Watchmen, and I mean both of these made half as much as Deadpool, but they were still considered successful. And uh, you know, a few little interesting uh, quotes I pulled: uh, James Gunn, the guy from that directed and wrote guardians. Um, he said Deadpool was a success because quote, it's original and damn good. And they weren't afraid to take risks. Uh, he says he hopes like studios will learn, uh, the right lesson instead of just trying to make more films like Deadpool. Mm. Um, yo, I actually like really like the fact that, uh, they're starting to go like guardians of the galaxy is not really like your typical comic book movie because yeah. it's like, Oh, everybody yeah. knows about X-Men and Batman and Superman. Yeah. It's like, like definitely well, a like, comic book fans. movie. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. a comic book fan. And plus like I saw a friend, actually like like a French comic book movie called Valerian in the city of a thousand planets. I never heard of it and it was actually French, but then they kind of like Americanized it essentially yeah. and stuff like that. So like I'm, I appreciate they're going out of the, 
out of like the typical realm of comic, of comic books. books. Yeah. Hmm. Getting away from the Superman's and the Spider-Man's and the Batman's. Yeah. So after um, Logan uh, 2017, this was also rated R. Uh, after this was a success. Great fucking movie, by the way. I cried. That's when um, he was in Asia. No. Oh, never mind. Never <laughs> I never saw it. But uh, yeah. So after uh, Logan, this guy basically was saying, playing off of uh, James Gunn statements, he was saying like, you know, the ratings were appropriate because you've got people getting their heads cut off, the language, you know, the gore. Um, but, you know, he says too much stock is being put into unrestrained violence and that gore and violence rather than people taking a look at what makes the movies work. Mm. And I think that's like freedom of the directors. Like this, this it's not like Suicide Squad where the, you've got Terrible. ten writers and like you can tell, oh, this is a different storyline, and then they cut half the shit that they filmed with. Terrible. Uh, granted, it probably it is kind of terrible, but I think like the idea was a great idea for Suicide Squad. Well, honestly. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great right. idea, but just, just too many, too many chiefs with yeah. not enough Indians. Yeah, in there. yeah exactly. <laughs> too many cooks in the kitchen. Rob, you know all about that. There's actually not enough cooks in our kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, you know, he's he's this guy also went on to basically say, um, you know, why not take the freedom that comes from the rating and try to uh, re-approach the mainstream genre with that attitude, which is like, I think what we were saying, uh, you know, kind of get away from that, like, um, not to downplay your favorite, but Captain America vibe sure. as like, oh, it's always like moral lines of right and wrong. Like we got to have some ambiguity in there. But again, two completely different characters. Captain yeah. America is a good is and we're good Deadpool and, is, and yeah. they did perfect. I think they did a perfect but job like, with that. Who's really like, like my argument about comic book characters is like, who's really like straight good? Like no one's, like everybody's still human. Like, granted, even like even all the comic book characters are technically most of them are human or of some sort. So they have their own like the, no one's perfect. Like, well, what did Colossus yeah, yeah. say, dude? You only have to have four or five moments. <laughs> that, yeah, and actually, like, uh, I think that's what they're getting at with like you know movies like uh, Avengers: Infinity War, where Thanos you could see it from his side, or Black Panther you can kind of empathize with the bad guy, or even Civil War. Mm. You're torn between who's right, Iron Man or Cap. You know, obviously Captain America. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> now. Uh, so in March, 2017, um, get this Warner brothers executive said that a rated R DC extended universe film could absolutely happen. Uh, and this is when Sony started developing, um, that their adaptation of venom, which is going to be rated hyped. Yeah. And that's not going to be part of the MCU. That's like Sony. It's a different thing. Uh, this also has a smaller budget because it's rated R. You know, they don't take as big of chances on these. Um, now, this was in, like, Venom, they made this because of the success of Deadpool and Logan. And then in June, uh, Marvel Studios president, Kevin Feig, said in response to the success that um, they were not planning on any R-rated films for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, but he says it's not out of the question. And um, after the deal with uh, Fox and Disney, when they got the rights to all the X-Men characters because they got Fox, um, it was announced in December of last year by the CEO, Bob Iger. Uh, he said they are willing to make uh, future R-rated Marvel movies, 
um, like Deadpool, but potentially under a different, I guess, rating called Marvel R. So they, the audiences basically know what's coming. Which is great because you don't want to go take your kid to see Finding Dory and then have Sausage Party. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, then, you know, this guy says in December of last year that um, Deadpool would be integrated into the Marvel Cinematic Universe under Disney. I just like the fact that they created their own rating personally. Like, yeah. Marvel like, R. Oh, Marvel R. <laughs> like it's between PG-13 and like actual rated R. <laughs> So with with Iger basically saying that, like um, the whole they're going to get him into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that plays on your theory, Nick. Now, this is where, guys, these are going to be micro-spoilers. I mean, micro-spoilers for Deadpool 2 and Avengers Infinity War, if you haven't seen those. Now, I don't think these would necessarily ruin the film for it's anyone. Like, it's speculation. But, yeah. So, I mean, what's your... You got this fan theory on... So, uh, C- Cable, you know, big major character in uh, Deadpool 2, right? Yeah. You know, you could only use his uh, time... What is it? Like a time machine? I forgot time what's called, watch. Like a time watch. Yeah, basically. So, uh, he got... Deadpool got Cable's time watch and had it fixed by uh, what's the the female uh, X Men Super Sonic? Oh, Negasonic, Negasonic Warhead. Yeah, Negasonic Teenage Warhead fixes it and he go and he goes around to clean up the old uh, the old timeline. universe, old yeah, universe yeah, yeah. timeline, you know, yeah. timeline. But I think he's personally. I think he's going to be really important in the new event in the like the next Avengers, Avengers? Okay. where he can possibly cl- go fi- back go and back, somehow help them help with them the out somehow. Okay. Fuck Thanos' time stone, right? <laughs> yeah, and I mean we know from the comics that Thanos and Deadpool have a little thing because Thanos was jealous that Death liked Deadpool so much. I mean, who wouldn't like Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> but oh, well not Thanos apparently. Yeah. Now this is my thing. How so if that so cable, mm-hmm. Josh Brolin, yeah. Thanos, also Josh Brolin. Mm, is this guy are they gonna have him still play? Like, like if they do Lindsay Lohan in the parent track. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure it'll be exactly They're gonna like fight that. each other. <laughs> yeah. Is he's gonna be like, oh, it's his long lost twin cable. <laughs> it's Thanos' twin. Um, also, shout out Lindsay Lohan. That could be your boner of the month, my boy. Well, that's well, I mean, nothing I to do like with Marvel. With the makeup that he has to put on for Thanos, obviously. Yeah, yeah, you would definitely tell. not know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I Spoiler. Could see that. Spoiler Josh Brolin is Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, de- so Deadpool 2, you know, this is uh, was released just this year back in May, uh, directed by David Leach, who actually also did Atomic Blonde. And they actually got him on because of creative differences with Tim Miller and Ryan Reynolds on Deadpool hmm. 2. Um, budget of $110 million, so a little bit more than Deadpool 1. A little, a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> That's like almost twice the original yeah. budget. And so far, it has earned $503 million at the box office. So it's it's climbing up there. I mean, I, th- I honestly, in my opinion, I thought it was better than Deadpool 1. Mm. I liked it more. Um, but, you know... What did you think? I I personally liked it a lot. Um, it was a lot, definitely longer than the Deadpool one. Yeah. So, but I I think it encompassed a lot of of what the comic books 
we're providing like Ronald Reynolds, yeah. Ronald Reynolds one and, and bring cable, yeah, bring cable, yeah. but also bring in like the, the Essex Force. and the yeah. X's house, yeah, was yeah. like a nod to that stuff to the new mutants film. And then, yeah, uh, yeah I think they're kind of working towards uh, they said they're working towards like an X Force movie that's going to be like separate from Deadpool, but it's going to be like big apparently. They said it's going to be big, so who <laughs> knows what they've got planned, you know, as we talked about in our Infinity War review, Marvel's got genius writers, um. <laughs> And then there also Deadpool three's been greenlit, obviously. You know, these movies are huge. Deadpool two is actually currently at six hundred million. There you go. I mean, so that's probably easily gonna get right up there with Deadpool one, I'd say. I mean sorry. now we haven't gone to other failed attempts with Deadpool at all, like the video game. Oh well, I mean, I never was. I you know, there was a yeah. video game. Yeah, there's a video game, and apparently it was awful. <laughs> what system was it on? Uh, PS3. Huh? Well, that's I think about, was Ryan that. Reynolds involved at all? No, there he was involved in like someone was like showing him the Deadpool video game, and he was playing and dying. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's about it. That's all. But I'm it was a horrible say. rendition, nonetheless. Yeah, it yeah. was an awful rendition. For yeah, I mean, thing. I feel like unless you, like Adam was saying, have someone who's actually passionate about the comics, it's really gonna be to not. Uh, yeah, to my understanding, though, I guess when I was like reading some of the plot line to the game, some of it had parts of Deadpool one in it. So it's kind of interesting. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Like the comics or uh, the to the movie. movie. Yeah. Okay. okay, but can you guys tell me? I mean, a successful superhero video. I mean, like oh. that's what. Well, oh, so, dude, Carnage. Super, super that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Maximum Carnage. Maybe like Marvel versus Capcom, if you want to consider oh, yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. Ultimate Alliance. Fuck is that? Wow. <laughs> this the is the most day. you've talked during this episode. And you're gonna come at me with a wow? Dude. I never heard of that. Apparently it's good because it got a sequel. Yes, it's all the Marvel characters you can play as. Oh, whoever you know you what? Want. I think I saw. It. Wasn't there a commercial on the TV for that? <laughs> Maybe for the oh, second yeah, one. The first that. one came out in like 2006, dude. Roman's but it's like, actually the one that showed it to yeah. me. That shit's I, bad. I, I, what was that I on? What, was, that. It was, what pretty, was that on? It was like P. Xbox, it was like Xbox. 360. Xbox 360, and I think PlayStation 2 had it on there. Oh wow! I remember like watching uh, one of me and Ryan's old friend's brother playing it. Uh, Timmy Ward, this kid. Timmy oh, Ward, oh shout out! Yeah. Shout out to Timmy Ward. If you're out at. there, dude. <laughs> All right, you know, like the original Batman on Nintendo was pretty sick. Mm. It was hard, but it's sick. All right, maybe actually, there's more credit. Yeah, all the, actually, more credit. all the uh, all the current Batman games are pretty pretty good. Like Batman, Arkham, Arkham Asylum, Asylum, Arkham Island. All, all right. those are pretty pretty sick. Well, my fault for being making assumptions. I think and I think actually Nightwing appears, or it's either Nightwing or Deathstroke, or somebody appears from like the past. That's pretty cool in that. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. So um, yeah, Deadpool two definitely go check that out if you haven't seen it. Uh, we don't want to get into that. Not going to spoil anything. We're not sponsored by them. We're just promoting it. Yeah, not sponsored, but would love to be sponsored by them. Shout out Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Come guest guest speak on our podcast sometime, oh, yeah. buddy. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, I mean, go check it out. Let us know what you guys thought. We'll come to you. We'll go to L.A. One of the better sequels. Um, anything else we got on Deadpool, guys? His favorite food is a chimichanga. Yes, who doesn't love a good chimichanga? Mm. Any other comments we want to make on the film or Deadpool uh, in general? I will because it took me a long time to see Deadpool. 
And if you if you've been hesitant about seeing it for whatever reason, like I I strongly suggest it. A lot of times, you guys turn me on to these new movies and books and stuff and i'm always skeptical at first but yeah i, I actually really enjoyed the movie so yeah definitely did. see the first one if you haven't and I'm, I'm hyped to go see the second one. Oh, i'm in the same boat as adam here i did not go see the original in theaters waited a long ass time actually just saw the first one about two weeks ago <laughs> yeah i mean it took me a while to watch the first one but it was definitely worth it and even i went to see the second one with lexi who Again, never would watch a Marvel movie, but she actually cried in Deadpool 2. I could see her enjoying that. <laughs> and uh, she liked it, although we were by some fucking annoying-ass dude who's laughing at shit that wasn't even funny. <laughs> and then there's some dude like a dad in the middle of the theater. Have you guys ever had this? This guy's screaming literally every other two minutes going, don't do it! <laughs> do it! That <laughs> must be like, a West Coast thing. I yeah, I'm yeah, like, I dude, I have never seen that in my life. Um, Unbelievable. But yeah, great movie nonetheless. Definitely check it out. Definitely a movie you want to see in theaters. Um, I'd say great theatric movie. Honestly, Avengers Affinity War aside, probably the best comic book movie I've seen. Yeah. Okay. Okay, there you go. You've got all our opinions. Uh, Hopefully this episode got you excited to go see Deadpool 2. And uh, we're going to try to do... Again, this was our first breaking into the comic book realm. Uh, so we're going to try to do, you know, a little bit more of this Marvel stuff, especially with Comic-Con coming up. Oh, yeah. And yeah, guys, if you're at San Diego Comic-Con, we're going to be there um, walking around, handing out some free stuff, you know, come say hi. So yeah, on that one, I think uh, we're out of here. Um, thank you so much, Nick Laus, as our sit-in guest. Thanks for having me. Yeah, pleasure having you on. Super good to see you, buddy. Dude, Always I'm, a pleasure. I'm actually like one of the biggest fans, no lie. Like, I literally <laughs> get pissed off when I can't get an episode. <laughs> I, yeah, we'll, I, we'll work on that. I, while I'm like working, I need to hear my, my it's like my soaps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll work on getting that weekly schedule out for you. Um, but yeah. Uh, thanks for listening and like I said come say hi at Comic Con if you're there and once again our podcast is sponsored by Pamp Coffee it's a free trade coffee and it's roasted right here in San Diego go get yourself a bag etsy.com slash shop slash Pamp Coffee that's P-A-M-P motherfucker peace can you use that as a coffee enema I cannot confirm or deny that. We're going to have to talk to our sponsor. I'm sure it would work if you tried. It's good stuff. We'll get you one ready after the <laughs> after we're done here. So once again, guys, go ahead and feel free to slide in those DMs. Podcast from Outer Space on Instagram. Podcast from Outer Space at gmail.com. And, you know, either one of those works. You want some stickers? We still got some of those. And... As Ryan mentioned, we will be at Comic-Con. We're going to have some shirts, so get ready for those. Yeah, and also, um, just a little quick tidbit. Got some good feedback on the Mothman episode. Got a few pictures from uh, one of our loyal listeners. So I'll I'll post those up on the uh, Instagram if anybody's interested. And uh, yeah, other than that, stay safe out there, guys. And Ladies, be looking for your single tea bag. So long, and thanks for all the fish. (laughs) 